them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, why Nona too? She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And this is Tara. On today's episode, we have some nerd news. We're going to the trailer park. And we're going to do some recaps. Everybody loves a recap, right guys? I do. (laughs) We also have a mail sack. But first, hey Wendy, how's it going? What's going on? Well, I I sadly begin this... uh podcast with a little sad news uh one of our snot pets my girl webby passed away friday she was 20 plus years old i had her for eight of her 20 years and her health she had been on steroids for almost three years she'd been to one vet after another and blood work and fluids and she had gotten to the point where she was just noticeably limping and it looked like it was painful her for her to sit down i mean i think she was just sort of living to eat and Mm -hmm. lie down and Mm -hmm. i just made the decision to let her pass peacefully which as all pet parents know even if you know it's the right decision it's still incredibly sad to do Mm -hmm. and um you know i wanted to make sure she had a peaceful tara was there because she loved webby as well she was her aunt (laughs) <laughs> and she came and was with Webby and it was calm and nice. And, and I was, you know, there's, there's so much going on in the coming weeks. I could just see if it didn't happen Friday, it could be a lot worse. She could be in pain. I could be out of town. Yeah. There's just, and not, not that it was a matter of convenience, but I just wanted to make sure she didn't suffer unnecessarily. And I think she already was to some extent, cause it was obviously hard for her to even get around. So, but a little Webby. 20 years, 20, 20 years human years. Yes. She was like, she was like 170 in cat years yeah. or something. Well, she, she was, was a, very lucky to have you. She was a tough girl. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, you she know, we earned that heart. 20 years with all the, <laughs> the medication. And I mean, she was, she, and he, she had stopped eating wet food. I don't know it was her teeth or she just did so she didn't like it. So it was constantly mm-hmm. making sure I would leave a little buffet of her wet foods and mm-hmm. I had to find foods that my little pudgy cat Gidget <laughs> wouldn't steal. I had to find things she didn't like. So Webby wouldn't have them eaten before she got to him. So, but she was very loved and she, she had a good, happy, peaceful or not happy, but a <laughs> peaceful send off. So. Mm. so that's, that's that note. Uh, the other note is what day is it? Well, on May 20, excuse me, let me move my Millennium Falcon desk lamp to see, <laughs> make sure the day, uh, you know, not even sure that's, uh, let's see, what's the, well, the first exciting day I see is the 25th. Again, this is, should be every day, but it's National Wine Day. Mm. So in case, uh, why the hell can't I drink wine? You guys wine shamed me earlier. <laughs> well, go ahead. You're like, why can we have it be a sober podcast for once? Well, you know what? (laughs) It's six minutes till 11. You can start at 11 a.m. My God. Okay. I have a day. Uh It's the day after (laughs) I just rode my bike 80 miles with 4,000 feet of elevation. Amazing. Hmm. You deserve one. I am in pain. I can't have any more Advil because I took way too much yesterday. <laughs> I feel like recovery wine is what not am the I way to, to go. Do? 
Have some wine. The Not next judging. logical choice is wine. Okay. God. Okay. Did you want to go get some recovery wine? We'll wait. Yes. Okay. We'll wait. <laughs> okay, Pause. Pause. <laughs> Tara's got to get her wine. So, Kat, how's it going with you? It's good, Wendy. You know, yeah. I'm sorry about Webby. She was a I, sweetheart. I loved her, was... too. She was so cute and very, very unique. She was. She was, <laughs> you know, she was very thin. She'd had better days. But you know yeah. what? She she had a good, very long, for a cat, she had a better life than a lot of people in this world have. So, Absolutely. you know, she was very loved and spoiled. And um, yeah. Now I got, uh, you know, maybe I should post a picture because that same day, earlier in that day, I had my big cat Gidget shaved. So <laughs> right. she um, she got the mane. I got the full mane on her this time Aww. because last time I didn't. And she just had a poof of fur on her face and everything else was gone. And she looked pathetic. So she got a little mane. She got a little winter boots going. Super I think cute. she's happy when she's nude. Yeah, it's got to be cooler. Oh, you look, know? who's back? Oh, hello. Oh, a bottle, huh? Did you bring a glass? Oh, she's not back yet. Did you bring a glass or are you just drinking out of the bottle? Well, oh, I brought the, the bottle wow, because I feel like glass. it's so high price. I feel like it's appropriate for this podcast. Ooh, once upon a vine. Look That's how cute nice it is. Beautiful, beautiful label. It is beautiful. It's like a little storybook. That is and the pretty. Nice purple and moon, and it just a charming Pinot. Yeah. I feel like if I'd ever seen that in a store before, I would have bought that. Mm. But I've never. Yeah, seen I know. I, okay. This is. Look, it's wine o'clock, even my glass says so. So, <laughs> happy I mean, wine. You guys ride 80 miles with 4,000 feet elevation. I well, won't wine shame you. <laughs> that's for sure. Thank you. Uh, let me just jump on ahead to May 27th. Please. Because you know what day that is? Mm-hmm. And I don't need a website of special days to tell me this. It's the date that Kenobi finally debuts on Disney dun, dun, Plus. Dun. Uh, we will be talking about that in the future, of course. And you know what I'm doing, Kat? I tell me. Almost assure you that I won't make it by Friday, but maybe further on, like a couple weeks. I'm trying to sprint through the Clone Wars. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, they're little 20-something minute cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. No, and no. animated <laughs> shows. I say cartoons with love. I like that word. So I'm just going to, when I'm home, instead of watching my continuous law and order reruns right <laughs> and try to wean myself off of that a little bit just play some clone wars in the back because i've seen they released a, a like a list of things oh like good good watch prep things to watch like the prequels and clone wars they mentioned specific episodes which apparently oh. twitter has jumped all over the fact that there's a character named satine Mm-hmm. in those episodes mm-hmm. that was sort of and again i haven't watched Satine it or sabine i think it's Sa- oh please Satine is what i okay. saw okay uh i don't know a lot of it seasons two four and five sometimes and i get then, things wrong sometimes and that's okay cat oh thank no you, one Tara. can blame you for that there's a lot of content coming through here <laughs> i appreciate that term you do your best, and that's what matters. Uh, thank you. I think we all do our best, really. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. we forgive you. Uh, but anyway, so apparently there's a Satine character that may appear oh. in Kenobi because they are specifically saying you should watch those specific episodes. With her episodes. Got it. Of the Clone Wars. Nice. So uh, we'll just see how far I get. Okay. Um, anyway, so that I'm going to see that- how much I can get through. Isn't that what Dave Filoni? That was he developed that with George Lucas, right? Clone I don't Wars. know if he did Clone Wars or if he uh, 
came in on Rebels. I think um, it was Clone Wars. Did he come in on Clone Wars originally? Yeah, originally? I think it was in that Vanity Fair article. Baloney. How do you spell his name? Baloney. F I L O F I L O N. There we go. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, that's right. Clone So I feel like, and and plus with Ahsoka starting production, which Ewan's wife is in Ahsoka. That's fun. I want to go through that too, but I want to go in order. So good for you. All right, well, tell we'll us. We'll see how, how far I get. I might get to episode <laughs> season two. I don't know. Well, there's a lot of them. Right? There's a lot. It's yeah. like twenty something episodes per season. <laughs> so, like I said, it's it's an ambitious undertaking, and I, pr- you know, but at some point during the run of Kenobi, I'd like to catch up, and before Ahsoka, I want to get through Rebels. So, but anyway, that's plan. all I have because it's Kenobi Day on Friday. That really trumps everything. That's great. Yeah. And y'all have a big, both have big weekends coming up. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. You What's going be, on? Well, I'm going to be at the Star Wars convention. Uh, I have a four day pass. I probably won't get there all four days, but at least I mean, I'm debating driving on Friday down maybe, but for sure Saturday, Sunday, because Saturday is my photo and autograph day with Mr. Ewan McGregor. That's right. Big day. What am I going to wear? <laughs> you're, you're a Jedi costume. I don't have one. Oh. Han Solo. I don't have that either. And the pants don't fit. <laughs> so. You got that jacket though. Oh, I do want the jacket. Well, we'll see. We'll, well see. I want to look nice for Ewan. When you're meeting Ewan, I'm going to be in New Orleans, erping my ass off at Erp Expo. Nolan's darling. Nah. <laughs> I'm going to be, I'll use that all weekend. Thank you. Wendy. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so that's exciting. I can't wait to go and do that. I can't even imagine, as fun as conventions are, a convention in New Orleans. Have you been to New Orleans? I've been a couple times. Okay, yeah. so you know. It's it's a fun place on its own. It's one of my favorite cities in the yeah. world. And a convention. I went I went there for the final four years ago, the college basketball Ooh, final four. That's fun. And it just it's an extra level because everybody's going to the French quarter after the thing. And we're we're running into like basketball coaches, Dick Vitale, like getting on it. I mean, it was just such a fun environment. Amazing. To do any like a convention or mm-hmm. a sporting event or whatever, it just raises the level. It's epic. Yeah, uh, as fun as Vegas is, like New Orleans, I feel like, like I said, everybody's in the same place. And I love New Orleans because if you wake up at like, assuming you went to sleep, you wake up at seven <laughs> and think, I just want to go to the a bar right now and have a drink. You can, 100%. and you won't be alone because it's <laughs> New Orleans, and you might hear some random jazz at a bar exactly. at 7 30 in the morning and it's just it's such a cool place and you can take the booze to go which is great oh yes which i did i went to a wedding once i had one non-alcoholic drink the whole day because wow. it was just constant it was like orange juice in the morning from the rest of the time mm. on and it was spread out i never got like totally drunk or anything but it was just on the way to the wedding after Impressive. the wedding so is there anything like specifically gnawlinsy happening in with the con or is it just kind of you know are they venturing out at all not like really. Like t- taking it to the streets. There's no, I don't think there's any official taking it to the streets type events. I think um, mm. that's going to be on everybody's downtime. Here's a question. Okay. <laughs> How close is the convention to like French Quarter area? Where is the convention being held? A hotel, it's, I imagine. It's a hotel like, in the warehouse hotel? district, which, and I looked it up. It's about mm-hmm. a 20 minute walk to the French Quarter. So it's going to mm. be a lift situation, mm. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anything near that that's not French? I mean, I'm sure people want to go to the French Quarter, but is there anything in the warehouse district? Like, I no. think mostly hotels. It's pretty much just going to be go to the French Quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. Ah, that sounds so Where fun. they'll where are there gonna be beads involved? I hope so. You know what I'm saying? They're better be- <laughs> the right group for it this has got there's got to be like something where people bring a ton of beads or throwing them up on the stage come on i can't wait to find out um and so because that we're you know next weekend we're going to be uh very busy nerding out in our various uh situations we're actually pre-recording an episode so next week's episode not you know this week you're listening to us now so that wouldn't make sense but the week after it will be pre-recorded, but it's new content that yes. we care about and we love you. And even though we get things wrong, we're always going to give you content. <laughs> we always try our best. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to pre-record and then we're coming back the week before uh, the Herb Division Expo in Anaheim, which we can finally announce She Nerds Out will be appearing, uh, we'll be recording an episode live at woo, EDE. Woo, woo. Will be, I think it's Sunday. That could change, but uh, we're we're wah, on the schedule, <laughs> <laughs> guys. We're on the schedule. We are very Woo! excited. So thank you, Ede, for the opportunity. Um, I will be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna really re- rely on you guys to to uh, to produce that episode because I'm gonna be very busy and anxious with my panels. Actually, my panels will be done by Sunday morning. Never mind. I'm gonna be ready to party. 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 I'm so excited about yeah. that. It's going to be fun. And then I leave for my UK world tour. This is Tara. Uh, that evening at Literally 6 p.m. That day. 6.55 yeah. p.m. Like from so the con to the airport. From the con, I will go to the airport. Incredible. We're wow. going to send you off in style. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, I think it's time to jump into the old mail sack. Yeah, yeah, old mail sack. You know... When I was watching Gentleman Jack yesterday, I thought it would be fun because, you know, letter reading is so big on that show. <laughs> oh, we try yeah. to read our mail like Gentleman Jack. Like, Yeah. Well, I don't who, think I can do it justice. I though. don't know. Wait, who Somebody, said that last week? I think yeah. it was AK. I think AK, AK suggested that. Yeah. Like, I give mean, it a shot. Yeah, that's it's, right. It's very difficult. I mean, they raised the bar on that show for I'll try. dramatic well, lesbian all, letter reading. The content has to be, like, I know absurdly dramatic a little anyway. Yeah. Mm. And also, we can like, do our best. Not quite sure what they're talking about some of the times. Right, like kind of vague. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what that word means. Right. Well, I'm going to start off with Martina. Great. We'll see how it goes. This mail is from Martina. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm sorry now for the accent. <laughs> what, what oh, you're going to use an accent I'm try too. To, yeah, oh, no. I'm gonna try okay. to channel Gentleman Jack reading emails. Oh no! Luckily, this is a short one. So. I apologize it's short. It's short. to I apologize to all the Brits out there. But especially. I want to try. I want to try. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. Oh god, it's <laughs> Australian. I think. Yeah. Hey guys. <laughs> Can we just hop into the correction box really quick regarding my last email about T2 dragging me out to meet you? I was ever so kindly made aware by the aforementioned person that she didn't drag anyone. (laughs) So I would hereby like to change it into vehemently nudged. Hmm. My sincerest apologies for any misconception caused. Snop in the north! Snop in the north! (laughs) Or Tara is coming? That's Ah, one. Tara is coming. Delete, delete, delete. (laughs) Tara is coming. I'm happy to trust Tara with my life. Oh, God. She comes to the UK, but just to be on the safe side, should we send an alert out to all the sheep farmers to 
nudge their lambs away from the roadsides? Martina. Mm. Mm. It says, I mean, when she puts Martina, it that way, her Martina. life is in your hands, Tara. Pressure. You know, I warned her and I said, <laughs> I can't guarantee how the driving's going to go. But I would, you know what? Please do nudge. Let's nudge the lambs for their own safety. <laughs> honk <laughs> the horn. Nudge. Mom and I found if you honk the horn, they all run. Oh, so, that's good. Good yeah. advice. If they're too close, just honk and hopefully no one's ahead of you that will get offended. But maybe they'll run away. They should probably get out of the way too, honestly. Well, everyone true, should true. Just for their own get, safety. Get just move. Way. By the way, when I was reading it like that, yeah, like, I have to say I was concentrating so hard on reading it that I'm not even sure what I was reading. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying the words, but I was it's it was hard to understand what I was saying because I was trying so hard to read it in a weird way. That well, it sounds like uh, Martina th- uh, made a mistake. And yes. she was asking mm. forgiveness for that mistake, which mm-hmm. Martina, you never have to do that with us because we mm-hmm. understand. No, we make mistakes too. We forgive you. We forgive you. We love you the way that you are. Don't change. Mm-hmm. Love is the key. Love is love. Love is love. <laughs> love is love. <laughs> All right. I've got one from Beck. <clears throat> now with Beck, I should read it in an Australian accent, right? <laughs> yeah. Or what maybe. I can't is, wait. Is Tasmanian a little different than Australian? I I don't know. I'm out. Okay. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> hey, nerds. Nope, hey, that's Beck. not right. Hey, Beck. Hey, Beck. <laughs> hey, Beck. Hey, Beck. So, Kate, your funny insult about <laughs> Tara's love life made me remember. Nope, that's kind of a English vibrant. I know what it is. Uh, it's kind of like, close, I guess. It's actually not bad. A hilarious insult that got thrown my way last week. My work bestie is a fellow gay. That's how we bonded because for a while there, we were the only two gays in the village. He's Colombian and is quite possibly the most handsome man I have ever seen in real life. We need a picture to verify that. Yeah, please. He is one of the only people I don't gently bully to show my affection because some things get lost in translation sometimes due to the language barrier. Anyway, we were on our lunch break sharing a deconstructed kebab platter (laughs) that was so damn delicious. We were discussing everyone's favorite topic, COVID. (laughs) We were just talking about how it had lapped our workplace. The first person who got it now has it a second time. I made the comment that I haven't had it yet. He doesn't even take a second to throw this at me. He said, you're going to die alone. (laughs) Jesus. Even COVID doesn't want you. (laughs) I gasped so loud because I've never been more insulted in my life, but then immediately burst into laughter because it's pretty funny and maybe a little true. (laughs) So what's everyone's thoughts on you doing a great, You're doing a great job. It's a very, very sharp turn. Big pivot. So what's everyone's thoughts on She-Hulk? I'm not sold on it. I know it's copping a bit of criticism because of the CGI, but I don't think that's my problem with it. I don't really know what I thought it was going to be like, but it wasn't it. I feel like the scene where that random lady is like, your ass looks great in that didn't give me the right vibes or something. I don't know how to explain how I feel about it. I'm still going to watch it. And I love Tatiana Maslany, but I'm just not sold yet. 
On the other end of the trailer park, though, is Don't Worry, Darling, Florence Pugh's new movie. <laughs> that so looks like, really good. So like Steve Irwin. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going up with. I noticed it's rated R, though. Am I old enough to watch that kind of movie? Love you guys. Beck. Love well, you back. Well, we're going to get to She-Hulk for sure coming good. up in this podcast. As far as uh, Don't Worry, Darling, <clears throat> first, I thought it was going to be some like torrid marriage gone wrong romance drama thing. And then right. when I watched it and it had that weird, creepy part of it, oh, I'm on board now. I yeah, mean, it looks sci-fi. First of all, pew, but then pew. everything else, the whole pew, pew. plot stuff. I was like, yeah, let's let's get to it. It looks really I'm fun. Ready. It looks yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. And also, Beck, this this friend, this the second Columbian. gay. Uh, why? What prompted him? Was that just a, a really, you know, just not well thought out joke or? Is that kind of the nature of your relationship? You kind of throw back and forth some, like, you know, some well, it insults? Seems, it seems like she doesn't want to bully him because of the translation thing. So maybe okay. he has just been observing the way she treats other people. And he's like, I want in on the fun. He I gave see. Her, gave her a bit of a rash, <laughs> rash of shit. It's pretty harsh. It's a, I mean, that's a, it's a brutal line, but it's very funny. Which reminds me, and thank you, Beck, for pointing it out. Tara, I, I would like to take this opportunity to, again, officially apologize. That that joke I made at your expense, it was a mistake, and I'm sorry. I forgive you. <laughs> thank you, Tara. You're, we you're, all make mistakes, Kat. <laughs> you're, you're, you're the bigger person here, and I appreciate it. Wait, what do you mean by the bigger person? No, 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 that's not what I meant. <laughs> I misunderstood. I misspoke. I misspoke. Okay. Well, I forgive you again. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Hey, I have some mail. Okay. Uh, and uh, it's from AK. And luckily, it's very short so that I don't have to do a horrible British <laughs> accent for too long. Let me drink some water first to prepare for this. Okay. <clears throat> AK writes, Oh, no. How awful. How utterly, uh, hold on, how utterly (laughs) horrible. That was just the worst, the absolute pits. I mean, come on, you nerd girls nerding out with another nerd girl about nerdy films and TV shows. No, no, no. That's certainly not what we're here for at all. Horrible, terrible, awful. Hated every second. You must never have this Nora Dominic on your show ever again. You clearly weren't having any fun. She clearly wasn't having any fun. We were all, we were all, we all weren't having any fun listening to you. Awful, horrible, terrible, etc. A bunch of happy face emojis. <laughs> okay, Captain Caramel, come on. You have to let us have whatever that video was of the hand gesture that goes with the peacock tail noise. <laughs> That's what your YouTube channel is for. AK. Thanks, AK. Uh, yeah, I can put that up. If, if uh, are you guys okay with us putting up that <laughs> the peacock? <laughs> okay, I'll put it up. You know what that was, Kat? What was that? Perfectly splendid. <laughs> Whereas I was channeling Steve Irwin, I felt like you were channeling 
Peppa Pig, <laughs> aka the girl that says "perfectly splendid." Hey man, I'll take it. Blind I'll man. take that. Perfectly splendid. Okay, Captain Caramel, <laughs> come on. You have to. <laughs> That's what I should have done. Oh no! How awful! <laughs> How terrible. utterly horrible! It's terribly terrible. Not perfectly splendid. <laughs> the opposite of perfectly splendid. Uh, hey guys, listen, we got some beers. Mm, beers. All right, Liz in LA. I'm assuming this is Liz in LA because it just says Liz. In celebration of the moment in Live from Burbank, when Tara complained that everyone was listening and Kat asked, Why is everyone listening? <laughs> ha 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 ha. Uh, thanks, Liz. <laughs> Sounds like Liz is getting caught up from some uh, some old episodes, but yeah, live from Burbank. That was fun. We were in my remember, you guys, we were in my backyard. Yeah, that was fun. Drinking some. We beers. haven't been b- invited the back here yet. <laughs> Listen, there's been a lot going on. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did I, I kind of snap at you for that? That was. I apologize. <laughs> well, um, next maybe next time we could do live from beautiful Van Nuys, California. There it is. Stop pub. We need the yeah. Stop What's pub up with that? I like to call it Lake Balboa. What's oh, it's I fancy. Like to specify my neighborhood, which they incorporated as its own thing, separate from Van Nuys, and I'm using it. No oh, offense good. to Van Nuys, but mm, yeah, Lake yeah. Balboa is definitely better. Yeah, let's <laughs> call it Lake Balboa. Congratulations. Hey guys, how about some nerd news? Okay. We have breaking nerd news. Yep. Well, this is sad news. Although mm. I can't say I really watch Saturday Night Live on any sort of regular basis. Right. Uh-oh. Sorry, my cat was climbing in a sack to distract me. Um <laughs> so Kate McKinnon, along with AD Bryant, Pete Davidson, and Kyle Mooney are leaving SNL. When that news broke, of course, I believe the original headline was Pete Davidson and Kate exactly. McKinnon and Eddie Bryan David, uh, are yep. leaving. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, uh, because Pete Davidson has all the off-screen stuff. Isn't he with a Kardashian? He is, is with the Kardashian, Kardashian of all Kardashians. Okay, yeah. well, that got him the front spot of the list of people leaving SNL. What everybody pretty much on Twitter was like, uh, Kate McKinnon is the big loss here. And exactly. Eddie Bryant. And yeah. then we'll get to the other one. Kate McKinnon, I watched her last sketch, which was, again, I, I don't watch SNL regularly. I feel like I have done a disservice to myself mm-hmm. by not watching the Kate McKinnon years as much as I should. And again, I don't even necessarily want to watch the whole show. Right. But I just want to watch Kate McKinnon because I adore her. I think she's hysterical. And I'm not tired of her Verizon commercials yet. I know a lot of people <laughs> are. But I, I just, she makes me laugh every time I see her. Um I feel like I've missed out not seeing all of her sketches. Uh, she finished up her last sketch, I guess, was that whole alien abduction thing where she's like, you know, and Kay McKinnis to the point. I love it. Like, you, they, they're talking to these women that were abducted by aliens. They talk to the first two. And then it just has to cut to a shot of Kate McKinnon and people laugh because she's just <laughs> funny. And well, just knowing what's about to come is funny. And she kind of, she was at the very end, she was like, goes up into the alien spaceship and she has sort of a goodbye to earth, which is a goodbye to SNL. And she was yeah. a little teary and she will be missed. She was there for like a decade she will um, be missed. And that sketch is, I assume, one a continuation yeah. of one of the recurring sketches they've had. Yeah. Where she sits there. Right. And they're like, she was like, I was probed. Yep. Yeah, exactly. They, 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> I think the first version of that skit was probably one of the first, like one of her best. Like if you yeah. if you googled like top five Kate McKinnon sketches, I think that one is up towards the top. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like I will do because yeah. She is just, I mean, to me, I know there's a lot of great male comedians that have come from Saturday Night Live. Obviously, legendary actor, comedian kind of guys. But my personal favorite have been the women that have come off of that show. Or, yep. you know, the Tina Fades and the Amy Pollers and Yeah. Kristen and, uh, Wig, Kristen Wig, Molly Shit. I mean, Rachel Maya Ratch. Maya Rudolph was on there, right? I mean, to yeah, me, the Maya women. Rudolph. Mm-hmm. are like my favorite parts of Saturday Night Live. And oh, so yeah. for me losing, I don't know who they're going to replace her with. And, you know, Kate McKinnon, I always say, I feel like I've known her before she was famous because Tara, back in the day, <laughs> when she was on, like, was it my big gay sketch show? The, or big, gay sketch the big gay sketch show. show awesome. Tara's like, there's this girl on a big gay sketch show named Kate McKinnon, and I love her hair, and I want my hair cut like hers. And so there was a picture that was downloaded to my computer years ago of her hair. So I've had Kate McKinnon's picture on my computer. Before Kate, for a long time now, has worn clearly extensions, has gone the full, Mm. full in with the long hair. Sure. She had a very enviable, super gay haircut. Nice. Uh, You know, like a little shorter, not too short, like, you know. And so I, I can't tell you how many times I brought Kate McKinnon's picture from the Big A Sketch Show <laughs> to my hairstylist. And I was like, this, this. please, just awesome. rim it up, this. And then I was like, holy shit, she got on the SNL. Good for her. <laughs> yeah. And then she and became then, huge. She, I couldn't believe how she blew up. I mean, it was yeah. amazing. I'm so glad that and, that happened for her. And she's queer. Yay. Yes, out and so, has never, you know, one. obviously coming from the big gay sketch show, right? Uh, you know, and then, you know, it's always been there, and she's, you know, always put it right out there for everybody. Totally, Integrated. and she's a cat person. Whiskers oh, are I me. Mean, yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah her, her absence will be felt oh. for sure. Yeah, and Eddie Bryant. I like her too. I love Eddie you know. Bryant. Eddie Bryant yeah. was great. So um, good. Solid, solid, solid. Yeah. How long had Eighty been on the show? I think was also it... about ten years. I wow. you know, yeah, like I don't know for sure, but I think I read that they'd been on there, both of them, for about ten Kate, years on Kate's Saturday eleven. Night Live and... and maybe she was yeah, that's in... wow. Uh well, congrats to them yeah. and I'm sure they're both I mean, those two specifically I know that obviously Kate's established and eighty has a she has what season two of her show i forget what it's called but yeah oh she's doing great too we so need to watch that yeah we'll definitely see them but um the speed davidson guy though yeah. <laughs> who cares Whatever. I, yeah, I don't know anyway i feel like kate i feel like kate could have left a few years ago like when she was doing ghostbusters she right. was starting to like do more things i feel like i was kind of surprised she stayed as long as she did i'm sure she loved it i'm sure she enjoyed getting to play and do these characters but I, I'm anxious to see what she does next. I can't wait. Because she's great. <laughs> Kate's great. Well, listen, if you're a fan of Surreal Estate, you got some good news recently. Uh, if you'll remember, it's a sci-fi show starring uh, the fantabulously talented and mustached uh, Tim Rosan. But back in October 2021, uh, sci-fi had canceled the show and people were very upset. It was the after their first season uh, but the uh, showrunner said, don't worry, guys, we're going to shop it around. We're going to look for another home. And then they didn't have any luck looking for another home. They couldn't find another home for the show. So then you know what Sci-Fi did, guys? What? They decided to reverse the cancellation, and they've renewed the show for season two. 
Wow. I'm very hmm. happy for Tim. And I'm very his, happy and the, for Tim. The rest of his cast and crew. Apparently when a white male leads the show, <laughs> they can go ahead and reverse that. But if, if he's only like third or fourth on the cast list, I guess not enough. Yeah. And I mean, listen, having one solid season of a show apparently is all you need Absolutely. to uh, make sci-fi change their mind. So. Right. You know, I was wondering, too, I was looking at the ratings from back, you know, this is like just an art, like a stats thing of their ratings when it was airing. And it looked like, you know, it it kind of did decent at the first and then it dropped a good bit. Hmm. Uh, it started off with a point oh nine, which I'm sure back in the hate, like 70s of television, that would be doesn't even like <laughs> the fact that that's a rating now is probably <laughs> just shocking because back then the ratings were <laughs> Obviously, less to choose from, but anyway, yeah, 0.09 went up to 0.11 and then it like dropped. And the lowest it got was the third to last episode was a 0.03. It was just kind of like down, wow. then same, then down the back up. But by the finale, it was back up to a 0.1, it was 150% demo change from, and this is all 18 to 49 demo because they don't care about me anymore. I'm not in there, <laughs> I don't care what I'm watching, but 150% up. From the week before. So it kind of ended back on an upward trend. I don't know mm. if that had any influence. You know, I don't, there was someone there just championing. I think Winona it. had yeah. at least those numbers. I know I'm that sure. they were kind of sure. uh, usually around the 0. 0.6, 0. 0.7. And then I know mm. season three got up to like 0. 0.14. There, you know, was a big thing. Mm. Um, so comparable, you know, I would imagine, especially yeah. for the last season. Well, last season on sci fi. I'm trying well, to look it up right now. I'm just curious to see season four. Oh, uh, for Winona. Okay, so their last final episode of season four, not ever, of season four. Uh, <laughs> looks like they started the season with a 0.13 and then it kind of hovered around. Get off my 0.13, which is much higher than well, 0.06. Interestingly enough, see, here's what I don't get. Okay, it dropped from that to a 0.06 and it kind of hovered around 0.06 to 0.09, but then it like dropped for a couple times to 0.04, then 0.03, and finished up the finale with a 0.06. Like, who just decides to stop watching those last like couple episodes and then kind of it's just, I don't understand. Like, if you're watching it, you like it. It's season four, it's not like season one where you might just decide it's not worth it. Like, you've obviously probably invested some time to where. I don't know why you drop off like 0.03 for the next to last episode and then come back for the last. I just don't understand how people watch TV. But anyway, and it ended up the season average was a 0.07. But I think what was was the issue with with a lot of Winona's ratings was the international audience and how they didn't get it um, live, essentially. You know what I'm saying? Like it didn't get, they don't get counted a lot. And yeah, sci-fi doesn't make money off of international. So then why, why would they give a shit? Um, uh, but maybe, and maybe Winona costs more to make than surreal estate. Well, I'm sure in season four, I don't know if people got raises along the way. I don't I know. I, I only did. watched a couple episodes of surreal estate, so I don't know. Cast size and yeah, it's production an ensemble. It's a pretty a big thing. cast. Yeah. Mm. Well, anyway, anyway, listen, we're not in charge. We don't know what's going on at Sidebar. No, and good for Tim. You know, happy yeah, it's great him. news for Tim. I'm happy yeah. for Tim. Not anti surreal estate. Who doesn't love Tim? We all love Tim. I hope they put more Tim in more Hallmark movies now that they're kind of had a little bit of an exodus over to the mm. um, GAC channel. That's, that's right. The 
we hate queers we're <laughs> slash we're wholesome channel. I'll just say it. Uh. So I hope they kind of start bringing in more, maybe of a Melanie, more a Tim, a cat, you know, That'd be great. some of those spaces. They're definitely throwing out production deals with a lot of their, you know, including second tier talent under what's like, his name from the movie we're going to talk about later. Rose, Luke McFarland. Luke McFarland, who I had no idea is openly gay. Super gay. Super gay. From London, yeah. Ontario. Been out since 2008. And I have seen him as a straight man in a ton of Hallmark yeah. movies. A ton. I just saw him one the other day. I was like, who's that cutie pie? He's very attractive. He is. And he just has like a nice fun vibe about him. He's not mm -hmm. like too serious about these exactly. Hallmark movies, you know? Oh, and we'll talk about that next episode. Okay. Got it's it. a tease for next episode. Okay. The not safe for work trailer that dropped very funny mm -hmm. do you want to go next sure <laughs> so there's been a lot of uh lucasfilm kathleen kennedy mm. type of news in the uh, out lately uh one of which is that kathleen kennedy said indiana jones after this last movie that's going to come out will never be recast mm. good good <laughs> was that now, a question like did we think that was going to happen well Come on, cat. It always happens. Mm. You know, it's mm. everything. If there's money to be made, they'll be cat. They'll like find they, a way. I feel like they say that now, but right. 30 years from now, once oh, yeah. Harrison, yeah. Has Harrison has left us. And Kathleen Kennedy is no longer the head of Lucasfilm. Right. Somebody's right. going to be like, you right. know what would be a great idea? As all, yeah. New, new uh, Indiana Jones. <laughs> Heard it here, folks. I feel like there was a time when bring they never back thought... what's that Shia LaBeouf doing? Spring Played no. by Pete, no, never Pete him. Davidson. Pete Davidson. <laughs> he's very distinguished now. Oh yes, you know he's Oscar-winning Pete Davidson. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, even Harrison himself. Of course, I, I was just reading this article, and uh, you know, I'm sure but, back in the day, like the idea of recasting Kirk and Spock was not to be heard of but yeah oh, i see what you're saying sure uh, fair, harrison fair. ford even himself said nobody else is gonna be anna jones don't you get it i'm indiana jones when i'm gone he's gone it's easy that's maybe, attributed to him did he really say that maybe that's maybe honestly maybe it's a contractual thing maybe he maybe that it's like a, a doctrine at lucasfilm now that like there will never be another indiana jones that could be that mm -hmm. could be a thing he could have requested that could have been and i just feel like yeah and i feel like they probably do mean that at this moment, but you know, along mm -hmm. the lines, you never know who ends up with rights to stuff. But I, I would That's be fine. True. Never to me, he is Indiana Jones. When he's done, come up with your own original character. Exactly. Don't drag him out with some other actor. Thank just, you. Just come up with an original idea. There was no Indiana Jones before they made Indiana Jones. Make your own thing. Mm -hmm. um, also, in talking about this, Kathleen Kennedy was quoted saying uh, about Solo. So I was talking about like recasting right. iconic, iconic characters, characters and, yeah. and actors, but they may have certainly played, this is, they, that may have certainly been a learning moment. Some people have talked about how, well, maybe Solo should have been a TV show, but even doing Solo as a TV show without Harrison Ford as Han Solo, it's the same thinking. Maybe mm. I should have recognized this before. We would <laughs> never make Indiana Jones without Harrison Ford. Having just finished the fifth movie, I can tell you there wasn't a day on set where I wasn't like, yes, this is Indiana Jones. That being said, this is different. It's, so, it's, it's totally different to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and honestly, if someday, it, I feel like they made young Indiana Jones at the beginning of the third one. They had, what's his name? River Phoenix playing yeah. a young virgin. 
they did the Indiana Jones Chronicles or something. Yeah, they? a TV Back show. Back in the day, a TV show. So again, if someone wanted to make like a young uh, Indiana Jones type of thing like that, like his younger days, I honestly would be fine. That's whatever. The whole recasting of Han Solo for the film, I, Twitter after this quote came out, pretty much rallied. I love how Twitter now is rallying around things that at the time, like, I feel like Twitter poo-pooed Solo or the movie and <laughs> and all the things wrong with it, why it should never have been made, blah, 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 blah. Kind of like the way people ripped the prequels. And now it's the fan and love and support for Hayden Christensen right. and Anakin is off the charts. Totally. But good point. Most of Twitter that I saw jumped on this and said, Alden playing Han Solo was not the problem. And he had Donald Glover as, as Lando. People love that. I, mm -hmm. you know, they've recast Mon Mothma, which obviously who cares? It was like, she was barely in the sequel, you know, original films, but people <laughs> are loving the, the cool recasting of that as a younger part. I don't think that's even a problem. Ewan, people love him as old Obi-Wan or Obi-Wan. Right. And now, uh, like by the end of this series with the prequels, he will have played Obi-Wan longer than Alec ever did. Mm -hmm. So I don't think I, Han Solo is my favorite film character in all of film. And I love Solo and I am, I thought the casting was great. And most of Twitter was like, they weren't the problem. Right. The film itself, the production issues, that was a problem. And I think people love to see Alden come back as Solo in a TV show. And I think she missed the mark. There were plenty of other issues besides the fact that they recast Han Solo with a different actor. Right. You're blaming the actor right. for and your that terrible was, production. Yeah. I, I mean, you had plenty of other problems with replacing directors. I thought it was weirdly underlit. The story was fine, but it was a little long. It wasn't, there were plenty of other problems with that. And it was not the yeah. casting. And Absolutely. you're saying that literally a week before you're releasing right. one of your biggest shows that's recast with a younger version of yeah. a, an iconic character. Exactly. So, Kathleen, I think she missed the mark on this. I totally do too. And does this mean that they're the, the statement means that they're closing the door on possibility of doing like a young Princess Leia movie or something like that? Like I would love Probably. to see that. I'd Me love too. to see her adventures running around before she becomes a senator. Oh my what god, cat! I know. Wait, do you think we'll see young young Leia in Kenobi? I hope so. Mm. Well, yeah, because we're going to see Bail Organa. Uh, what's his name? Oh, my God. Yeah, we Bail are Organa. so probably going to see a young lady. I didn't think Jimmy about that. Smith. We're seeing young Luke. Oh. oh, of course we are. We fucking Oh, better. I didn't even think about it. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I think Kathleen, you know, and I don't think she's sitting around reading people's responses on Twitter. But if she is, come on. We Or, or does this mean it's now just going to be like what they did with uh, Luke and Boba Fett slash Mandalorian, where it's like... It's Mark Hamill's kind of on set yeah. and he's kind of there, but it's this younger dude and they just put his face on his. And it was cool. It was entry. It was cool to see, but I think you're never gonna co and and they're aided by the fact that Luke in that sort of phase of his like even in Return of the Jedi he was a little more stoic, a little more right. calm. They could kind of get away with it. Right. You couldn't do a whole series like that. No, it's it's hard to watch. It's a little. It is a little bit. It's cool, but it is. Yeah. It, you know, it's not real. And that kind of kind of affects it, but yeah, you know, support mm. for Solo. I want to see it again. I liked it. I liked him. Yeah, I should watch it again. Come on, <laughs> come on, Kathleen. Yeah, I gotta say, Kathleen, she's stepping in it these days. I'd say let's 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 see what Dave and uh, John Favreau think about Dave Filoni, John Favreau. I trust them honestly more right too. now with the quality control. Hundred percent.
Hey guys, should we go to the trailer park? Mm-hmm. Step right up, step right up. Welcome to the She Nerds Out trailer park. And we're here. Oh, that's quick. So <laughs> lines are lines aren't long today. <laughs> well, I think um this has kind of been the biggest trailer of the week that everybody saw. It's She-Hulk. Yeah. Attorney, mm-hmm. attorney at law. Attorney at law. And, Interesting um, take. Yeah. <laughs> so immediately, uh, the internet had opinions. Um, it looks cute. Um, Tatiana Maslany is fun to watch. She looks like she's going to do the best damn job that she can. She looks hot. She looks hot. Um, and I think the biggest, the biggest complaint is that she's too skinny. The Hulk mm-hmm. is she Hulk is too skinny. And then it's a little more sexualized than people maybe wanted from a a female driven um, comic book movie, a uh, comic book series. And the quality of the CGI was There's also that. brought into question. There's that. Um, actually, and somebody brought up that something similar <laughs> happened with Sonic the one of the Sonic yes. the Hedgehog movies. Yeah. So apparently. Between the time of the trailer and the actual movie, the CG, the effects had changed. Oh, yeah. They ripped that Sonic trailer apart. Yeah. They're like, this is an abomination. <laughs> and then, I mean, the movie got a sequel. So so who knows? Maybe maybe Marvel will take the, the constructive criticism and maybe go back and look at some. I mean, listen, the whole, almost the whole movie, uh, sorry, the whole show is effects because obviously the She-Hulk is in most of the movie, yeah. all those are visual effect shots. So and it's, the issue it's an expensive, was, uh, expensive fix. Right, because obviously Hulk is in it too, and he looked great. And so did literally the character of Abomination was right. in there too. Mm-hmm. He looked fine. And then, so the main issue was just with She-Hulk herself. Which is a problem. <laughs> show. Like, I mean, there were some that I was like, oh, it looks very, maybe, I, I thought that was like, maybe what they're going for. This looks a little more... Dare I, I say car- cartoony or yeah, anime? part of com- it. Comic booky. Yeah, more, right. More comic booky. Well, and I looked at, I don't know the comic really, but I even I looked either. at like, I mean, she's not supposed to be as gigantic as Hulk, you know? She's like a smaller, just big green, muscly kind of girl, but she's not like Hulk size when she changes. Right. right. And looking at the comics, she is very sexualized in right. the comics. Exactly. Now, of course. that's not saying it's right because those are, you know, obviously. A lot of them those were started way before like in the what we, you know yeah like 40s and 50s right so um it's somewhat comic accurate uh but they certainly and i guess what the hulk when he changes from uh Banner, what's his name? Is it Eric Banner? Banner? No, Bruce, I'm thinking Bruce, of I'm Bruce thinking Banner. of Eric Bond. Those are <laughs> close. Bruce Banner, Bruce Banner. <laughs> you made a mistake, but we we he, we accept you. Thank you. He <laughs> changed. What he changes is like it looks like him still, but not. With right. her change, it just looked like a slightly larger framed version in green of her. Right. I think that's probably true to the comic, though, right? I think it just felt kind of lazy to mm. the, the extent to which it was. But again, maybe it'll be a little different. I don't know. 
I think it's in keeping. Like when Hulk changes to Hulk, he doesn't look as like kind of dorky as he, you know, does from. Well, he kind of does now. Like, remember, he looked different. And then they kind of. Because he wears glasses, Wendy. Yeah, they kind of. Well, no, because they kind (laughs) of made him look like more of this weird mesh between Bruce Banner and Hulk. But I feel like when originally, like he had a more different look. And now he's kind of like more Bruce Banner-y, Hulk-y combo, you know. Yeah, um, I'm gonna give it a shot. I mean, oh, I mean, yeah, the, definitely gonna watch. There were it. definitely some jokes. Um, who was it that that uh, Beck that had pointed out the joke about your ass looks amazing? Yeah, like you know that seems a little easy, like a little like, okay, let's can we not think of something smarter to talk about or a little, you know, you got she. I think here. it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. I think uh, you know I'm looking right now just at like different she hulk covers the she's like scantily clad and sexy and like half the covers you right. know so they're which is i feel like they're gonna scale it back from that like they won't be i mean because they just know nowadays that that wouldn't work but like every outfit like she's got tiny short shorts and like a cut off top and of course i mean to me what they've done looks a lot like what i'm seeing just just browsing she hulk comic like it looks kind of you know right Similar in tone, I should say. Well, we'll see. And we, you know, yeah. we're, we're basing this off of a trailer. Right. So who knows? And hopefully they do have time to improve the visual effects. <laughs> but I'm so excited for Tatiana. She yeah. looks great. She's they, great. I like, they got it like toned down a little bit. Like she looks, she's like hot in the girl next door kind of way, you know, like mm-hmm. just looks. Yeah. I'm just really excited about it. And yeah, she's, she's super smart and she's, you know, she's attorney at law. That's right. That's all you need to know. <sighs> all right. <clears throat> well, that's all for a trailer break. Next week, we'll talk about Bros, uh, that new very gay movie. That trailer dropped this week, but we're, we're saving that for next week. Well, guys, I think it's time that we... We're going to move on to some recaps. But before Uh-oh. we do, we thought it would be important to remind people of, of some things. Uh <laughs> Uh, this is an entertainment comedy podcast. We hope you think so too. And uh, sometimes we make mistakes. Specifically we, in recaps. <laughs> yes, a lot. Sometimes we get names wrong and plot points wrong. So we apologize. But it's going to continue to happen. <laughs> Without a doubt. But we try our best. Sometimes things are just confusing. <laughs> you know how you see those little memes of like a little kitten trying to jump up on a something really tall and they don't make it. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, he may not have made it, but he's trying his best. That's like us. We're just like mm. a little kitten trying to get on a tall counter. Like sometimes we'll get there. Sometimes we we'll just won't. But we try our best. With details. So if you're counting on us for your hard hitting... <laughs> completely accurate recaps probably not your best choice no because recaps are hard (laughs) recaps are hard and very complicated we're trying to recap something that took an hour and you know we do our best (laughs) we do our best and we i mean i kind of feel like you know when if you want to listen to us make a recap i think the fun is listening to us fumble our way through that recap right i don't think you're listening as you say tara for the hard-hitting facts Mm -hmm. 
But I am sorry if we led anyone to believe that that is what our podcast is about. I am so sorry if that's what we've done here. I apologize. Or if we have confused anyone or gotten anything wrong that it was upsetting. I'm very sorry. Wah, wah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's butcher this recap, shall we? Yep. Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk some Gentleman Jack. So for once, I'm caught up. Yay. Yeah. That's Wendy, not Tara. This is Tara. <clears throat> Tara's not caught up. You know, here's the thing with Gentleman Jack, especially talking about them. Mm. I feel like there's a lot of things going on with the rails, with the docks. With yeah, the canals. How many locks, the canals, where where you put your money. The coal. Yeah. The coal. The railroad. All the things. But I think the reason a lot of people that listen to us, especially are watching this show is... What's happening with the whole triangle of letters and Mariana mm-hmm. and the letter and triangle and the letter <laughs> reading and the angst? It's not the geopolitical uh, politics going on in the uh, countryside. <laughs> I thought that's why people watch this show. Uh, maybe some do. I mean, it's kind of interesting. I don't know, okay. but I feel like I do a lot of googling and Wikipedia ing when I watch this show. I'm like, ooh, the railroad at during Ann Lister's time. What yeah. happened there? It's actually very, Yeah, it is, it is really cool. <laughs> it is interesting. I'm sure it is, but, you know. Anyway, to the triangle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, let's go back episode three. Now, I will say there was a very funny scene in episode three where they're all sitting around Shibden Hall having some food and drink or whatever and talking about, like, uh, Anne's sister was talking about, uh, what's her name? Marion, who I love, about cows causing headaches and cows exploding and they were like trying to like is it so a cow alone was it a herd why just that cow like, why did like it explode her hard time like, and i don't know it, it was just so funny. exploded yeah, it just exploded. <laughs> and then they were like given then, they, then i think uh the letter from uh mariana was and again we have marion and mariana come on <laughs> and, 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 Mary she and calls mariana. mariana mary right she's calling mariana mary that's what but i found then they brought mary. up the letter and then Anne gets this awkward look on her face, like, oh, I don't want her. And then at some point, other <laughs> Anne Walker, like, she just kind of lifts her wine glass and nods to the little houseboys, like, yeah, I'm going to need some more of this. And, Not like, without Anne Lister, totally wine shaming her. Did oh, you see right. that? True. Yes. No, she did. She, you're right. her, like, she did, did wine shame her. She's like, oh, you're really going to have another glass? Like, fuck off, Anne Lister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. This, this Anne Lister. Very but I loved how Anne Walker was like, yeah, give me the wine. Yeah. I mean, the uh, uh, wine. You go read your little letter. I'm going to have my wine. Yeah. I don't blame her. I would rather I'd be drinking too. <laughs> um, you know, they go a lot of, do a lot of traveling around and, you know, there's family drama. Uh, they're visiting all the family members. Blah, blah, blah. Mariana is saying they're still doing this letter flirtation. Uh, how long do letters take? to get to one another right how many weeks are going by right. as these letters are flying through the mail i actually don't think it's two I'm, I'm gonna guess one or two days okay that's my guess yeah i don't think it's, it's horribly long time i don't think they're that far really it's a dude on a horse you know what i mean uh there's stuff going on with ann walker and her property look it's there's two whole episodes of a lot of details so let's just the whole love triangle thing which is it you know Mariana wants Ann Lister to come see her. So she's like, 
to help her get over her. Yes, because I'm so physically and emotionally just done and I'm says I'm wretched. You've got no idea what you've done to me, have you? Between you and your Miss Walker, you've destroyed me. You are everything I'd ever pinned any happiness or hope on because all because some some insipid little heiress you're not in love with. The way you write about it in your letters, I know when you're in love and this isn't it. You've destroyed me and you're not even in love. You're ridiculous. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know. Oh, that was actually just her saying it. But anyway, yeah. that wasn't a letter. But so, and, you know. Spoiler alert. Lister, spoiler. Well, she goes <laughs> because she asks Ann Walker for permission. Like, I just need to have her, you know, because then, of course, Ann Walker, you know, she's found out that, oh, yeah, I'm not the first. Mm. God knows how many there have been, but Mariana <laughs> apparently is a big one. And uh, and we find out too that Mariana married this guy. She was forced to. And Anne's like, you've got to fight. You could have stood up. Like er- Anne Lister thinks everyone is as strong as she is. And back in that day, or no. isn't as able as, as right. far as the family support that Anne Lister had. Right. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Uh, but hmm. so Anne Lister's plan in episode three, she's going to go visit Mariana to, you know, just make sure there's closure. Unfinished things. business. And Ann Walker's pretty damn cool about it. Mm, she knows, though. I think Ann Walker, stupid. right. She's just she like, you know what? Go to your... She knows there's no stopping her. And right. What Whatever happens. she do? Yes. It's not... Nothing's going to be over unless she goes and visits this Mariana. Mm. But she's not dumb. Mary. But you know what? I, Mary. But I like... And then Mary calls Ann Lister Freddy for whatever reason. Yes, they have Freddy. pet names for each other, but no red flags there. <laughs> no. Didn't Ann Walker call Ann Freddy at she some did. point? She once. did yes. in a very fun, sarcastic yes. way. She's like, okay, um, Freddy. <laughs> I loved how at the end of season, episode three, when Ann Lister gets to uh, whatever the house name of Mariana's house, they mm-hmm. all have their little house the, names. The house of Mary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, <laughs> it's not a... It's very foreboding. Like it's kind of it's dark. There's torches or lights or whatever on the side. Like it's this ominous. dark hair ominous. It's yeah. approaching. Um, the music's kind of ominous. And it feels and like it, it's out of place anyway, because for me it felt like the episode should have been over when Ann Lister left her house. Like I did not expect the episode to I didn't keep either. continuing. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it cuts to like, yeah, that long drive up the driveway, and you're like, Oh, we're still here. Okay. Yeah, and then even felt a little extra anyway. Well, when she walks into the house too, like it's kind of this awkward quietness, and then Mary's not even down to see her. She just can't even get herself to like face her yet. And but it's just the the weirdness of like it's it's not a happy like oh everything's fine. It's like oh something's gonna happen. It's not gonna (laughs) go good. It's gonna be dramatic. And and uh, uh, so Tara, you haven't watched episode four, and you said you're okay. Yes, please. You can spoil it. Uh, Well, Anne does. Anne Lister is pretty good. She, you know, they're very close talking. They're very (laughs) close talking. Like, a lot of close in the bedroom talking. But she's like, in the bedroom. Trust me. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mariana comes to visit her at night. Oh God. Yeah. Like I said, Mariana's all over the place. Oh yeah. She's scheming. Listen, she is a 
she's a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) She's like, you know, one minute she's like, well, that's fine. Like I support you and whatever, whatever you want to be, you know, if you, if you're happy, then I'm happy. And then the next time she's like, oh, I'm going to kill myself basically. Like Anne is never, should have never set foot. A hundred percent. At her house. Never set foot. Never even entertained the idea. She knew exactly what might most likely happen. Unbelievable. Well, while she's there, she rejects her the first time. They actually have a dinner party there where some, you know, the husband now here, the, later on, Mary yeah. says the husband, oh, he's like touching this girl. And she's like, and I don't know if this is true. The husband, as much as they make fun of him, and he's like a dolt and he's just he's oblivious uh, well he seems decent though like they have not portrayed him as some horrible human being like he's very nice to Anne. he's like loves he's like i'm glad you're here because other you know for your charm and your wit that'll at least make this dinner tonight entertaining bearable yeah bearable and so he's not coming across as like this horrible man that mariana was forced to marry he's he might be, but they've not shown us that. They've shown yeah. us the opposite. Mm-hmm. So when Mary is like later on t- telling Anne, like he's touching this girl and he wants her to live with us, and they're they're talking about how horrible he is, like eh, maybe, but they haven't, you know, made it appear that way. Shown us, um, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good point. But mm. they 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 recommend, you know. <laughs> Ann Lister says, you know what you need? A little fresh air and exercise. She's like, that's your answer for everything. He's like, "Uh, because it works. So they're out walking the grounds again. They're just, I feel like probably on some sort of worldly level, Mary is probably is a better match, I guess, Hmm. for, as opposed to like. How dare you, Wendy? Well, I'm just saying as opposed, like, I get it. I get like that they have some sort of like. And they're both manipulative, kind of in their own way. <laughs> both I'm not assholes. saying she's. I'm not she's saying they she's challenge each other man, in a different way. I can see yeah. why they. Well, I can okay. see why they were a thing, and that sure. they had this passionate thing. They have um, history, and they're the same age. I think. Right. Ann Lister and Ann Walker. There's so, a there's an age difference there. I feel like they they had a comment about 20 years ago, and I think they said Ann was like 25. So now I guess 45, or is either 23 and now 43, or 25 and now yeah. 45. She's something her, like that. They're in their 40s. Um, and saying that. And I guess it, Mary was maybe a little younger or similar, but, and then, and Mary went on to talk about how Anne was, oh, the way you walked, the way you dressed, like you were just, the family just hated Anne because she was like even less refined than she is now, like, mm. you know, in her manner. Um, but, and that's part of why, you know, she couldn't even be around mm. her and all this. So it's, it's been a while. And then she even, mm. Anne gets a letter from Anne Walker while they're there and, and she invites Mary to read it to her. Like she's sharing this letter that could have been very personal for Ann Walker. It's like, well, would you like to read it out loud? And then Ugh. Mary makes a big scene of her handwriting and how hard it is to, to read the handwriting. And then so this, Anne's this like, bitch. here, I'll read it out loud. So they're sitting <laughs> close together on this couch. Oh, while she's God. reading a letter from Ann Walker. And if she herself is stumbling through words and afterwards, she's like, she's like, and, and the letter is like, Oh, we played Pinochle tonight, or blah blah blah, or whatever. You know, it's very dry letter. Like, here's sure. what we did. She's like, you know, not the passionate thing. She, and and Mary's like, she writes to you like a dutiful schoolgirl with your to- towering intellect. Like, how you don't love her? You love the money. The, she's like a nice girl with money, and there's no passion. You don't love her like you love me. So what? Leave her the fuck alone. You left her. You decided not to be with her. Exactly, Mary. 
Oh, and then and then Ann Walker too is all like, you know, maybe someday Mary can come visit and we can be friends. Oh, yeah, she's like being so sweet. Yeah, Ann she's being Walker is so sweet. And she, uh, yeah, and she gave her blessing for Ann Lister to go do this ridiculous closure thing. I think, I mean, I think Ann Lister, when she goes, I think she really is seriously trying to close, like, kind of tie up this loose end and be like, we're going to be friends now. Here, let's No, you do that by sending a letter that says, please don't contact me anymore. This letter is what she's getting into. If you're serious, that just said, please don't contact anymore. Any further letters will be not delivered to me. She clearly still, she has always said, let's be friends. We're going to be friends. Like she clearly still loves Mary. She wants her in her life, but she wants her to be a friend. She doesn't want her to be like, you know, pining after her. So in her mind, I think she's like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to talk about uh, how great Ann Walker is. And I'm going to tell her. No, she should have invited her to their place. That's what she should have done. She should have not gone on her own there. She should have told Mary that she needs to come to their house. Ultimately, I agree. But and have Ann Walker mind. be there at all times with them. <laughs> Out of respect. That's all, you know? Well, no, clearly Ann, Ann Lister has, this is, this is a huge mistake. Yeah. This was a big huge. mistake. Well, and even while Ann is with Mary, uh, James Ingham comes by uh, oh, with right. the ship then. And it's just really Ann Walker's there. And I think like the dad's upstairs or something. But so they have a chat and Mr. Ingham mentions that they perhaps thought you know that mr Priestley said oh maybe ian walker would be a suitable match for your marriage and ann just flat out says no i'm happy i'm happy okay. you know i'm happy here with he doesn't want to hear about it i mean she's very polite because of course it's not his fault it's not this no. dude's fault um and i, I like the scenes too with ann walker just hanging out with marion and family totally. like they, they've embraced her and they're like do you think she's comfortable is she happy you know they like um, her yeah, we like her. Uh, so anyway, so they, they've made it clear that like, no, Anne's not looking for a way, you know, she wants to be there with Anne. Um, so at, at the Anne Lister and Mary, uh, they have that dinner. And afterwards is when Mary's like, you know, my husband has sexual interest in the, his niece and, and if they, she might come live with him. And Anne Lister's like, you know, if that happens, you've got, you must come to Shipton Hall. Oh my and, God. Uh, and uh, then Mary, as it says, begs for, quote, one last kiss before we turn to dust. So they kiss, which, of course, leads to making love. Unbelievable. Of course it does. I'm they, so they, mad. They have, I'm mad at endless. They have this sort of cut, like, between them doing their thing. And then it's like, then they cut to the her husband downstairs still chatting with the gentleman that had come for dinner and like i guess to the point was like there's this branch outside the window that's like kind of going up and down like saying that like this is happening upstairs while he's having a chat it's like it's it's a weird kind of cutting i didn't catch that at all uh well i kept wondering like why are they just randomly cutting to the husband like it's i feel like there's no drama like of him not knowing this is happening because whatever but it's like this branch outside the window is just bouncing up and down i was like (laughs) something but anyway maybe i missed something there but so yeah i feel like the next day though ann lister's like oh what have i done and then of course they go to church together because amazing to do really fun and and it's interesting like ann during the dinner was debating these men on like biblical like she knows the bible and even when and mary mary's like you in my head you were the one keeping me holding me together thinking of you she's like no you must put your faith in god so it's like 
you know, even, you know, so she's got that part of her, they go to church <laughs> and, and then she's, she says, I've got to leave. And then there's a moment where basically uh, Mary says, you know, I'm not the other woman. She is. So this, this whole moment of this one last night of passion. Now Marion's like, oh yeah, yeah, I got her. I, I know she still loves me more than the other one. Ugh. And, um, she uh, fell, Lan Lister fell into this trap. She mm -hmm. fell for it. Yeah. She got hard. conned. She got conned. Even though she point. kind of wanted to be conned, I think, mm -hmm. a little bit. Well, and then, right. And then she even tells She's Mary, too smart to not understand no, the con. Right. That's what I think. But she's, she's also very smart. arrogant. She's also yes. very arrogant. So I feel like she thought she was in control of the situation when it was really absolutely the opposite. Well, she she does warn Mary. She says, uh, Anne, read your letters. You know, or I'll share my your letters with Anne. So don't be writing anything nasty mm. or whatever, you know. Be, be discreet. Be discreet. Now she's totally under Mary's control because now Mary can use that to her advantage. Right. Be like, well, what if oh, I do yeah. just tell Ann Walker? Uh huh. Yeah. She's oh, fucked. Yeah. She, yeah. she really is. Um, <laughs> she goes back home. And of course, first thing she does is embrace Ann Walker. And then they hit it up to bed. And she's like, I love you. And yeah, that guilt, boy. She had to get I'll back do to it. Possible. <laughs> Now I will say there's there's a note about the whole canal <sighs> railway blah, blah, blah. there's like a vote whether or not to have double or single locks to increase the, the canal traffic anyway. So Anne and her team wins the vote. Mm. And oh, as she's right. leaving, her Ooh, business yeah. former business rival Jeremiah Rawson congratulates her. Oh no, sorry, no, that's that's the good one. Rawdon, say again, Jeremiah Rawson. No, not him. Rodden Briggs spelled almost the same. Rodden, <laughs> like as they're walking out, he kind of gives her a warning and calls her Gentleman Jack, as in I know what you are. Like Gentleman Jack is, you know, it's a bit of a slur, essentially. Yeah. Right. Um, and that does put a look on her face of like, oh, holy crap. She looks so, scared. She shook. She does. She does. Um, she kind of walks home and she's got like this glaze in her eyes. Mm -hmm. So, so that could not, be trouble. And I'm also trouble. one. Other little side story with the whole family with the, the uncle that came and then the, the dad, you know, the mm -hmm. son threw him to the pigs and all of a sudden oh, the right. uncle's gone. The He's uncle's just gone. disappeared, which is, you know, and the son, the same son had like some scratches on his arms and his face. And he's like, he's not coming back. He's gone. He's gone. Yeah. But then the mom's out looking through the pigs, like see if yeah. there's any body parts. Yeah. And in the end, he just tells her, you keep your stupid mouth shut or you won't like it. So the son who was like originally, okay, he's the good kid protecting his family and he had to kill the dad, but the dad was horrible. And now he assuming, Hey, he's done something with the uncle and basically telling his mom, keep your stupid mouth. You know, he's got he's some tendencies of his a own nice guy, right? Mm -hmm. He's a serial killer. He's turned mm -hmm. it into one. That's for sure. <laughs> don't cross I don't him. Like you. You're going to the pigs. Maybe. I mean, they haven't really shown for sure what happened. I but mean... he definitely implies he done he did something with this dude. Oh yeah, no, he did. Yeah, <laughs> he's almost like not even trying to hide it, hide it that mm -mm. much. You know, he's like, but the fact that he's then all of a sudden being so abusive to his own mother, uh, you know, that ain't that ain't good. So I apologize for any facts I may have uh, gotten confused in that recap, but that's why I when... try not to talk about the difficult parts of this show. Wendy, I think you did a great job, Thank and. You. Uh... I appreciate you doing that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Did a good job. So it's how many episodes in this season? We were four in. Is it like eight, ten? I think there was eight last season, so I'm assuming it's eight. 
Hmm. So uh, we're about ha- we're almost halfway through. Okay. Well, they've you know it'll be interesting to see where they're they're going with that. I mean, it's been a good season. It's very um, you know, it's there's uh, some love triangle stuff going on. Yeah, I could see this show running for a long time. This is a great show. I yeah. really enjoy it. I think uh, it's a lot of fun. Let me see. I'm just checking the episode. Uh, yeah, looks like eight, eight this season. So. Oh, good. And I think if maybe at the end of this season, I'll get all the characters straight. Maybe. I don't know if I ever will, but I'll try. <clears throat> maybe. So that was a good recap, Wendy. Nice job. Thank you Thank for that. You. Thank you, Kat. More to come for this season. Well, I think that's our show, guys. It's a fine show it was. We apologize for any mistakes uh, that we may have made. We'll forever be Again, humbly, we are not an official uh, recap of any yes, show. 100% not. Humbly... We do our best. We're just three friends who like to talk about nerdy things, some queer stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, hopefully that's why you're here. Mm -hmm. But if you have anything you'd like to say, we have avenues for that. One of which is Twitter. (laughs) At Snot Podcast with 1D. Or on Instagram or Facebook at SheNerdsOutPodcast. Another appropriate place for that would be at uh, SheNerdsOut at gmail.com. Yeah, you can send us an email there. If you have any feedback, constructive feedback, we really love for you to email it to us. Yeah, we love. We actually really do like instead of a more permanent (laughs) uh, option. Yeah, exactly. You know what'd be fun? Someone could send us like a handwritten gentleman Jack style (gasps) letter. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Our mailing address. Oh my god! Which I don't know what it is. Channel all of your dramatic emotions. Yeah, into it. Well, you can send that dramatic lesbian uh, sad email to <laughs> SNOP. That's P.O. Box 6732, Burbank, California, 91510. And uh, just just to address something, um, we, in fact, are not stealing Why Not's mail. There's been some accusations thrown around. I don't know mm. if you guys are aware of this. No. Mm. Uh, in fact, they called us last week. They called us She Steals Our Mail Girls. <gasps> Oh. Whoa. So for the record, that's not happening. Uh, we are insulted by this accusation. How did this come to be? Well. This nonsense. <laughs> uh, apparently there was some confusion on Anne's part from the uh, Why Not podcast as to the P.O. Box uh, zip code. And so uh, they've now accused us of being liars and st- in uh, cheats. Hmm. hmm. We're not. Uh, we're not, in fact. Wow. I feel like this has the potential of some uh, pod court. Uh, 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 yeah. Are they trying to make claim to any specific mail? They're saying that we are. We, no, that we're just stealing their mail and that our mail sack is full because we're stealing their stuff. Like we're replacing, we're, we're replacing their name with our names. Mm. Hmm. It's interesting, mm. isn't it? Very interesting. We should, maybe we'll have them on uh, pod so court. We, they can, they can abuse the, they can accuse these things to our faces mm-hmm. right anyway <laughs> yeah i'm gonna write them a sternly worded letter <laughs> sternly i think you should all right kids well well her name is ann <laughs> oh shit. my dearest ann <laughs> that is appropriate you're a liar quite, quite indeed <laughs> No, we, we love, love Anne. Anne. We love Anne. And we Casey. love Anne. 
We love you. Bad guys. they think perceives. I know it's it's unfortunate, but what are you gonna do? You can't control <laughs> other people. You can't, can't control how other people react to you. You can't please everybody unless you're Aunt Lister, then you can just manipulate everyone to mm-hmm. liking you or not liking. You. But no, yeah, you you can't please everybody, even though we would love to. Apparently, you can't. And we're gonna keep on trying to do our best. <laughs> mm. We're doing our best. All right. Well. <sighs> Let's let's wrap this up before we make another mistake <laughs> or any mistakes. Sure, sure, sure. And I will wrap it up by saying, she nerds out. out. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like nerdy things.